Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I am your host, Otis, and I am joined by Katie. Hi. Emma. Who, me? Hi. And Micah. Man, see, this happens every time we split up. We always end up back at the horror movie podcast again. So sit back and relax and enjoy our review of Rampant. A darkness looms over the kingdom. Hit that music. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 226 of this awesome podcast. Okay, cool. I'll just move on. Oh, um, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just going to say something about how it's the last episode and you just like stopped i was waiting till after the cheers but <sighs> okay fucking <laughs> fine maybe you should have let somebody know goddamn yeah <laughs> we, we a bit we a bit messy tonight yeah chapter four of horn four and the last episode of season three of valentown well spooky movie squad allentown presents for, for everything so we are we're minutes hours away from starting the fourth annual Halloween Screamathon. But before we can get to that point, we got one more movie to go over. So we were looking for one, and Katie actually found this zombie film, this period piece zombie film, this action period piece zombie film from South Korea. <laughs> Fire, all my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it, it's pretty fun. A couple of the characters, they were in another zombie film, kind of distributed by the same company. They were in Train to Busan. So the king in this movie was the bad guy from Train to Busan, the dickhead, like, yep. like businessman. Mm-hmm. And then probably one of the coolest guys in the movie, the dad-to-be, his wife. She is the archer in this movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. When I saw the king's face, I'm like, you look familiar. You're an asshole. And I'm like, oh, you're an asshole in that movie too. (laughs) So (laughs) it just popped up easily. So if you don't know anything about Rampant, this, I mean, I don't think it's the same zombies from Train to Busan, but fuck it. They act a lot like them. Uh, They're pretty quick. Don't like the sun. But well, in Train to Busan, they didn't like the darkness. In Train to Busan, they were unaware in the darkness they couldn't see anything right or they couldn't see anything. yeah they stopped moving when when light went away yeah it was more like i don't know the light helped them find stuff the second it got dark they just stopped They're like well ain't nothing here yeah their vision was impaired by the darkness like a normal person yeah these zombies in this film uh they seem to be kind of like the zombies from i am legend that's what it reminded me of vampire something like similar to vampires yeah the sun actually like hurts them so i thought that was really cool addition to zombies kind of added like a whole like mythical kind of demonic angle to them they're like ah the purifying sun i'll be back at 6 30 that was a lot (laughs) (laughs) but no uh this is a 
pretty pretty fancy one. I would have never caught this movie if Katie wasn't just like looking around for something from Korea. I honest honestly, hand in hand to God, I wouldn't have found this one. Seriously, Katie, great freaking choice though. Like, yeah, I tried. So <laughs> I was looking around Korea out here, just crushing it. Because there's not a technical time that they put down for the movie. There's not a like a, a set year in the movie. It came out in 2018. But there's no set year. I thought they said it was 1883. Remember when they said that? Mm, maybe not. Just kidding. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> the the Chosun Dynasty, and that's where we are. It they did have issues with the Qing Dynasty, but that happened around 1636. So I mean, I, that makes more sense. So I don't know if that's the technical like area of when it happened or not but i mean they had kind of matchlock guns so i don't even know the time period for like matchlock guns i guess it's what 1600s i don't know hell i don't know but it it, it's funny they say it's a period piece because it is set in a certain spot in history it's just got zombies you know and i like to think that if something freaky deaky did happen back in the day there'd be more people writing books about it. Not just like, this one person drew a picture of a dragon. There weren't dragons then. I'm like, no, everybody be drawing, drawing dragons. Like, well, no, dragons were everywhere back in the day. Well, no, if, if you think about, okay, like zombies in particular, if you think about zombies as being, um, like, let's follow the basic rules of zombies. So they they hunt everything that's around them. And then when there's nothing left to hunt, they just live and live and live until they die, Right. So yeah. in some small ass, like random hill town, right? In BFE in Korea, like <laughs> it's totally possible that a plague of like a zombie plague into entered this town, everybody in the town died, and then eventually all of the zombies just died as well because there was nothing left to eat. Yeah. Historians later upon reaching this town and seeing just bodies or bones basically of dead people could have easily just called it a plague you know how many fucking plagues have we had in all different parts of the world that don't mean like who knows what happened because nobody survived nobody lived to tell about it so like it's plausible any plague could have been a zombie plague. We just don't know. Uh, subscribe to Katie's um... <laughs> conspiracy theory. Yeah. You should be thinking about. Uh, she's out here saying zombies. <laughs> I'm not, really good chance they could be real. I'm not saying they are for sure real. I'm saying I said really good chance. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying there's we don't know. We there's don't... never a zero percent chance. True. Yeah. So <laughs> this movie it has like a percentage of like royalty issues you know you have a prince that doesn't want to be doesn't want to be king and a king that's a piece of shit and a second in command is just a dickhead and wants to take over so very much i don't know that type of angle like a drama and i've seen tons of epic dramas there's one called what's it called warlord i remember steve and i watched it's like a three and a half hour movie but it was really fucking good. Um, and then it has zombies. And it's funny, the reviews, spoilers. A lot of people enjoyed 
the zombie part way more, especially in 2018. Like the same group that did train to Busan, they're like, no, we like the zombie part. You should push more on the zombie part. They're like, mm. but we're building up this world and this drama stuff over here. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Go back to the zombies. I think this movie did a really <laughs> good job doing both parts and intermingling them and kind of like, yes, there's this big drama happening um between like the king and his sons and his general his second in command and all these different things like there's a hella drama there and there's also a zombie plague happening and like which one are we gonna give a fuck about like (laughs) that's really i mean that's the plight of all nations basically like when in the middle of wartime or in the middle of trying to seize power like what thing do we care about most? <laughs> That's for damn sure, though. Because I give a fuck about me and not about you. So <laughs> yeah. I guess we're all dying from zombies. There was a lot of intriguing prioritization. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Katie, uh, quick thumbs up and a couple of words about it. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, what do you think about Rampant? I really, really liked this film. It was not what I was expecting when I found it. Um, I wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting it to be as intricate, I guess. Like the plot was very intricate for a zombie film and you don't usually get that. It's usually like, oh shit, there's zombies, everybody run, hopefully we live. And this one was very much like, yes, there's zombies, yes, let's survive, but also there's this really intense, um, like struggle for power that's happening on the in the empire so that's really fucking cool and i really really liked it uh also shout out to the costuming department because y'all fucking nailed it out of the park it was beautiful emma what do you think well that is also part of my seven words um but yeah no this movie was amazing um definitely not a scary movie for me uh yeah zombies are not really scary this was a beautifully done fantastic movie and i can definitely see myself watching this repeatedly so this it was i mean i honestly don't know enough good words to say about it it was phenomenal micah oh hey look at you over there certified fucking banger god damn it what a way to end this year holy moly um absolutely loved this movie every bit of it uh Mm -hmm. the action scenes and the awesome uh just sword fighting and also sword against zombie and um i love the acrobatics throughout the movie like all of a sudden a zombie would just pounce out of nowhere or you know uh somebody would do the 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 cool old old school uh chinese action films where they'd run across a cart and jump on it and it would fly back up and hit the zombie that was chasing like oh my god i was fucking living for it mm-hmm. uh, the cinematography was great the costuming was amazing the sets were gorgeous just the acting was incredible 
And huge shout out, by the way, to whoever they had doing the translation because it was so much easier to follow. I think this is the first film that we've watched with like a really, really well done translation that fit like it's our vernacular. Yeah, it, it wasn't perfect, but it was so close that it was like, wow, this is actually really easy to follow. I'm not having to not only see it translated, but then translate Intro that. It. Yeah, you, you have to translate that further into phrases that we would understand a little bit easier. So I was, you know, made it much easier to enjoy. Uh, it had drama, it had comedy, it had action. And uh, I can't it was all of it I, I can't say enough about this movie and the fact that it's all the train to busan people makes it even better like uh let's keep i i know this was a couple of years ago and i feel like they peaked <laughs> but you know but but not not because of you know skill or anything like that but covid you know covid prematurely peaked this this group but uh Oh my God, just right, in, right into my veins. More, just, more, more. You, you know, they got, they got really close to something that I absolutely hate in zombie films. And then they fixed it. But I'll talk about that later because I don't want to get in any spoilers before we also, even get started. But that's why our name is Pirates of Venezuela because <laughs> it was the uh, Busan peoples. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I this this is a movie that I will watch again and again and again. The rewatchability on this is up there. I yeah, this Great. is a movie that like I could see myself back in high school with me and my friends staying up all night watching a movie, and this would be in the the list of movies that would be like every time we go, we're we watching it again. <laughs> Goddamn right, we're watching it again. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. No, this this one it just yeah thanks katie you're welcome <laughs> yeah thumbs up it's fun i've learned with zombie films uh there's probably some zombie film out there that i haven't seen that would probably freak me out even at this point in my life you know but even back in the day with zombie films like my absolute favorite zombie film night of the living dead it's not scary i don't think it was even scary when i was a kid it's just yeah. it's just a really good movie. And it's funny. I know America loves to do the whole thing with zombies. And it's like, zombies? I'm not worried about that at all. I got to fight Bob over here and, and get the gun and the food and stuff. And we like are that type of zombie films. I enjoyed that. Well, maybe it was the time period of it. But I enjoy a good zombie film where they're, they're trying their best to ignore the zombie issue because a lot of higher ups in the dynasty they were like ah, it's some sickness it's not gonna get over here and then just yeah. people just Burr. and they're like oh shit you know these zombies they're, they're scary and they're capable and if you're not ready you're gonna get swarmed and i really like that i guess that's why there's some zombie films even in america like world war z they just love the dog pile on each other to get the places and i thought that was just horrific to see yeah but, did I, I like this movie a lot. I really did. And there's a series of movies, Guido, I know you've seen them. It's so for, the guy from the first Kill Bill movie that was the leader of the Crazy 88s when she's in Japan fighting all those dudes in that bar. His name is Gordon Liu. 
and he did a series of films was uh, Shaolin versus Evil Dead. I think that's the name of the series. But it's like back in the day, and he's fighting demons and zombies and vampires, and it's just him doing kung fu and stuff against monsters. And I've seen so many of those, and I love that mashup. Like, give me more Chinese swords and fighting with zombies. I, that's, yes. I love stuff like that. It's I loved how much they showcased that fighting style in this, and that was <laughs> so beautiful. Like, yeah. They they really kept with the culture, and I enjoyed that. So it's funny. Um, when Katie was checking out the swords uh, from the prints in it, and Katie's like, that sword looks a little different from what we usually see. You usually see, like, a katana or something. Something and it, thinner. The yeah. Thin of these ones are really wide. Yeah, but it's a Chinese sword. It's a single-edged, like, slashing. It's used for slashing and chopping, but it's called a dao. And a lot of people say it's like a Chinese broadsword because that bad boy is pretty fucking big. It's Chinese. That's interesting that they're using it in Korea. Yeah. Well, I think back then that country, it was, oh man, I looked up. Oh yeah. It was like they were being taken over by China or something like that. Or China was in control of it at the time. Well, the Qing dynasty. At the same time, you know, it started out with a lot of shipping and stuff like that. So obviously there were trade routes and things like that. And he was a world traveler. He was out to go and get party and get laid. So, you know, <laughs> he he was doing his thing and he could have come across ladies. He could have come across that at any time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He it seems he's like he's like one of those like uh he reminds me a lot of like Rob Gronkowski where he like He's a big time party animal, but when it comes to football, that dude's dedicated as fuck to his craft. Yeah. But then he goes out and, and you know, does party boy things. Right. He looks like so this guy's dedicated as fuck until it comes to his broadsword. And then he's, uh, then he's out puts, there. Horn puts, a broad on, <laughs> puts a broad on the side of his sword. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks like it's a thumbs up from everybody. Yeah, I'm curious to talk about some more stuff later. But no, it's, it's a fun movie. Very fun movie. I think next year, I think we'll always do foreign horror at the end. This is a good way yes. to just go straight into the the collection of 31 movies. I think it's really fun. And plus, hey, don't trigger speaking me like of the that. collection, still waiting. Yeah, right. And plus, still waiting. be a good way to just force us to have to do a Sophie's Choice on choices because this <laughs> month really fucked up my top five. Seriously. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> feel bad for the the older movies of this year. I really feel but bad. But it for always them. does. Every time we do foreign horror, no matter where it ends up in the year, it always fucks us up. Insert yeah. the We're always like, we're throwing... this one and this one and this one, and those are all foreign films. <laughs> insert insert throwing Woody away in the trash can meme. Yeah, I don't want to play with you anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, we'll, we'll get through this movie. For its length, because it was, uh, I think it's straight up two hours or yeah. two and change. Two hours and one minute. One minute. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little bit longer. And I always say, usually horror movies, they're hour and a half. You get in, get out. Hell, we see, we saw one that was 45 minutes. But if the movie needs to be longer, if you have something entertaining for us, fuck it, man. I'll sit for a three-hour movie. It wouldn't be my first time. I didn't feel like this movie slouched at all no it's like felt... it was like story story action action like sprinkled with story the whole time i didn't feel like there was yeah. a moment where it was just like 
man, when are we going to get to the park? Yeah, there was no uh, lull. Honestly, honestly, the only jarring point was the introduction oh, of um, what's his name? The the main guy throughout the movie. Um, oh, the, the prince. Yeah, the prince. Yeah, his, his intro was a little jarring in the movie, but because it was like, oh, hey, here's some drama. And okay, now now happy, funny, comic relief. And it was like, whoa, okay. But then it smoothed out. And it was like, I think the reason why it didn't lull was because there were different moods set throughout that kept coming back. And it was like, okay, here's our drama section. Okay, now here's our action sequence. Now here's our comedic sequence. Now here's, you know, and so it was like, it, it never took one idea and dragged it out. It used it to go through a bunch it didn't do what i'm currently doing right now by dragging it out <laughs> oh, oh no no you, you're doing great like i really say you, you like in my head that that's some of the best movies not even horror some of the best oh, movies. right free rent in otis's head oh, right right when you have tons of items but you're able to juggle them all at the same time some of the best movies shit uh, what wolf snow hollow that, that was a fucking cop movie with a werewolf in it and then alcoholism and they juggled everything just right but anyway we let's get to this movie and we'll talk about other things later (laughs) so at the beginning we get a sweet thing that always happens in horror movies uh we get a this is happening right now maybe and so we see this european ship just getting straight destroyed all these archers are just lighting it up with fire this thing's fucked up and they kill all the europeans on the ship and they get to the bottom in the hold and they find the guns. It has a crazy ass name. Was it the Arquebus Lucis? Arquebuses? I've heard them called sack butts, matchlocks, flintlocks. There's tons of names for them. It's just like a big scary shotgun thing. Some of and them shoot. Dude, yeah. They they put so much effort into the detail on those weapons too. Like they yeah. did not skimp on those. They were really, really well designed for this movie. Yeah. So, so they got to the guns and that's what they were aiming for and they all cheer and one guy and i knew it the second he stopped he had his box of guns that he was walking with and he stops he's like oh there's some more things i can steal and he sees a dead dog and he's like that's weird looking and he reaches down and he gets bit by this weird guy that's just in the cargo hold and then his friends stab the guy up that that's how it starts y'all that's, that's all you need one person gets bit they're like man no. that dude bit me i didn't like that Time to go home. <laughs> it's interesting too, because you don't going into this movie, you don't know what is gonna be the big bad, really, unless you like read about it before. So when this European ship comes over to Korea and the dude like bites a guy, you're like, Oh, are we dealing with vampires? Is is this <laughs> are we is this Dracula? You don't know. And then right? some of the things that the zombies are doing end up being very similar to vampire like the vampire lore about the sun and all these different things you're like is this what what are we dealing with (laughs) so the guy that got bit he makes it back home and he's talking to his wife and he's like he's like i'm hungry make some meat and it it happens quick it doesn't take long and you know if you have stronger constitution in your body or you chop off a piece that got bit you can last longer as we'll see later in the movie but he eats his baby and mm, that and- almost lost me 
for the whole movie. I, am I was like, very, mm -hmm. I am very thankful mm -hmm. that they used him. Like they, they had the camera at an angle that you never saw it. Yeah. It yeah. implied it. It didn't need to, yeah. but at least they hit it and you didn't I, have to see it. I would yeah. have been done with that movie right then. If they would have showed that, I would have been like, Katie, it's been real. I really hope you guys enjoy reviewing this movie, but <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. We're no, done. They just had to use sound. Sound was just enough. And I, and mm -hmm. you instantly know, oh, he's eating that baby. Yeah. Oh, man. And he jumps his wife and then he kind of regains himself for a couple of seconds and runs outside and he's like no fuck it i like biting people and starts biting and that's how it spreads so we instantly get that's zombie invasions happening in korea so we go back three days and we learn that in the the chosan dynasty uh the king his name is lee joe he's viewed as very just he doesn't want to fight against the Qing dynasty of china and just like in history, the Qing dynasty just eats everything up in its way. And so he's like, mm, let's see what happens. You know, Xerxes fucking shit up. Yeah. In 300. And we find out that his son, Lee Young, wants to actually fight. And so he gets caught. Well, his subordinates get caught making deals with Europeans or just, yeah, they're making deals with the Europeans to get their guns. And then. And one guy's like, well, give me like three days to work out the money. And the European's like, no, tomorrow by midnight, we need the money. We got to get out of here. And you see one of his crew members is locked up in a cage eating raw meat. So it's like, oh, shit. So they got that from somewhere else. And he was sick and they just had him locked up. But then when the ship was getting messed up, he got out. So the subordinates get back. And then we meet up with War Minister... Kim, boo, you can instantly tell that he's a piece of shit in this movie. Yep. So he, I love the way they do that in martial arts oh, films. Yeah. Like the first time you ever meet the villain in a martial arts film, it's immediately like, oh yeah, that's the douchebag. Yeah. The way that they the camera pans on him, the the way that the camera sits on that person, the villain is just it's chef's kiss. Yeah, I love he's it. He's a dickhead. So War Minister Kim. He's torturing the shit out of the subordinates because he wants to know who's in charge of this. They don't know right now that it's the prince. But then the prince runs out and he tells them, stop. Stop torturing my men. I was, was the me. one that did this. And they're like, no, you didn't. He's like, no, you you know, he, the dad, he thinks like, oh, no, you're just lying to keep them safe. He's like, no, I did this. And, you know, I'll sacrifice myself. I'll kill myself because I'm the bad guy you're looking for, dad. And War Minister Kim. And he kills himself in front of his dad. And yeah, so he he says it's like penance for him doing this bad thing. But he still says, no, we should really fight the Qing dynasty. We should really do something. Yeah, and not sitting just, here and doing nothing is not going to get yeah, us anywhere. This, this ain't good. And so the next day, we see that the war minister tells the dad, the, the king, that, you know, hey, they, they make it sound like they just want to fight in help but no those dudes they were gonna plan to kill you mm -hmm. king you know that right and the king being an old dum-dum is like yeah they were gonna try to kill me son of a bitch so instantly you can tell this war minister knows how to talk to the king to get him to make laws so the, the minister is in charge honestly. he's legit jafar yeah and there's a couple of moments where he says damn sure he'll he'll make he he makes a law or a plan or he does something and he's like, wait, the king's like, wait, you told him to do it? He's like, 
no, you did. And the king's like, I think I did say that. And he's like, oh, God, I almost got cut. So, yeah, he's a piece of shit. The wife of the prince that sacrificed himself, she's locked up in her, I guess, home. They, mm-hmm. they have it boarded down. And she wants, well, she wants to stay and fight. But there's one person on their way to save yeah. her. Oh, She's locked up for several reasons. One, the general guy has this he has turned on all the people who are quote traitors who were helping the prince and is like killing them off essentially and then the princess his wife they can't actually kill her like there's no good reason to kill her but they have to keep her locked up because when that baby is born that baby will become the rightful king so they're and, avoiding it. And the war minister realizes that if I want to be in charge, I have to make sure I kill all of them so I can be next in line. Mm-hmm. So he actually says they, they have her trapped in that house and they're like, oh, just in three days she'll die and then the baby will be gone. And then there's she, no one else. He yeah, was not even trying to be shady about that either. He was just no. like, no, I'm going to kill you. It's no. fine. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. But the prince who died mm-hmm. sent a letter right before his death basically telling this unknown person that he is going to die and he needs this person needs to come and take care of his wife get his wife out of here yes so um the letter it was sent to lee chung he's the younger brother and he's been traveling the world just like micah said having all the sex and all the food and all the drinks he's having a good time still training because he's a good fighter but he seems to be that prince. He says multiple times he does not want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. He realizes that's a lot of work and it's boring and he can't go out and have fun. <laughs> so he knows he doesn't want to do this. And we learn later that he was left out of the order of succession. Probably because he was a troublemaker, I would assume. And they were like, you'll, you'll never be king. He's like, fuck it, whatever. I'm going to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. So he instantly does not want to be in charge. But he comes back home because he got the letter from his brother. And he's like, I'm going to get his wife and her fucking baby in her stomach. And I'm getting them the fuck out of here mm-hmm. because this place is crazy. And for some reason, he died. So I'm going to figure that out, too, because, you know, he well, they, he knows he committed suicide, but he's like, that's still weird. So I'm going to get them out of here and I'm coming back and I'm going to figure out some shit. So while all of this is happening, Lee Chung, he actually makes it to the docks and he walks into town with his buddy oh what's his name uh haksu with his buddy haksu and haksu is the comedic relief he's he's the one that's terrified of everything but the luckiest person in the world he dodges so much death in this movie because he's a funny person so it happens in a lot of movies it's that silly person's like oh sweet jesus and then 20 zombies behind him like you should be dead but yeah they keep moving they make it in the town and the prince is like why isn't anybody here to say hi to me like where the fuck is everybody and haksu's like oh maybe maybe they forgot you were coming he's like that's really weird they make it in the town the town is like destroyed and deserted there is not a soul around and so lee chung is like smoky yeah lee chung is confused about everything haksu finds a hotel 
that they can stay up for the night, but it's busted on the inside. And that doesn't just strike him as weird, but he finds some food and then he sees a zombie and he runs off at this point. Hey, look, I guess the kingdom did seem, send people to pick up Lee Chung and Haksu, but Lee Chung is like, oh, you guys coming to pick me up, but you didn't where's, bring, where's my horse? Yeah. You didn't bring an extra horse. And y'all got a lot of scars to be working for my dad. I don't think you work for my dad. You're here to kill me. <laughs> Instantly, he realized that they were here to kick his ass. Mm-hmm. And he starts kicking their ass. He's really good. Yep. And then in the middle of the fight, in just a straight sword fight, you know, martial arts, zombies burst out. Because it's nighttime now. Yeah. One zombie bites a guy. That dude, they fight off the zombie, more pop out. And so because sound and blood draws them. So they are a lot like normal zombies, but these, you can pierce them in the chest. If you mess up their heart, it seems like they die sometimes, but some stay alive. If you decapitate them, it's over. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bite, you're probably a zombie in a couple hours, it seems. Some people make it a whole day before they change. But yeah, so it's very inconsistent about a lot of things about the zombies. Like I said, if you have a strong constitution, probably if, if it takes a lot for you to get sick, you probably make it like two days with a zombie bite. Mm, I, I think, think it's more of if you're a main character, it takes you a long time to become a zombie. <laughs> and if you're not, yeah. you're insta-turn, basically. Homicide yeah. character. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So, but wait, I have this talisman. <laughs> Suckers. Right. <laughs> so, Lee Chung, he's fighting the zombies. He's doing a great job. But even he realizes, because you see it on his face, He's like, okay, I've killed like 10 of them. This is overwhelming. Okay, so now there's 30 in my face. He's this like, is overwhelming. And he's starting to back up. But then, hey, a crew of people, they pop out and they actually help him. And so I love that, that moment in games, movies, that it's like the crew that has been surviving and they all have a different weapon. The super hardened, like, we've seen some shit crew. Yeah. Yeah. So they help him out. And so there's an archer and there's a guy that worked for his brother and he was like a subordinate and uh, one guy with a sweet ass axe. And so mm-hmm. there's always a guy with an axe. So the partisans, they asked Lee Chung to be the new prince because the brother died and the king doesn't give a fuck about them because they live out in the sticks and the king just worries about his kingdom. And he's like, nah, that ain't me. I don't I don't do king shit. I'm just here to help kind of i don't really even want to do that hey archer lady you're really hot you want to come back to like beijing with me and she's like no i want to help my people okay you want to go after that (laughs) he he does not really care about this situation he cares enough that if a zombie pops up he'll fight off the zombie but he's thinking about going back and just having more sex with people so i was gonna say he kept trying to hit that shit so hard yeah uh it's like god damn your effort is right. just commendable. Doc He, I believe is her name. Diak He. Anyway, so while this is happening, we see that War Minister Kim, he's actually has himself a plan. He's going to get one of the king's concubines uh, and one that like was reading his like uh, his palm and shit. Oh, yeah. T- doing his fortune, telling his fortune. So uh, the, the royal whores do everything. That's pretty cool, I guess. Well, that's not surprising. You'd have one that does one specific thing for you and another one that does another specific thing for yeah. you. So his plan is he's going to have one of the concubines get bit by one of the zombies. And then while he's eating breakfast, 
the zombie girl will change and invite him. And that'd be the best way to get him out of office. <laughs> out of office, Jesus. And then he can just kill the, the, the wife. That's easy. <laughs> and the plan actually works. One of the concubines bites the king. I'm like, God damn, that was easy. Where's security? That was the first thing I said. And for, she's sitting there and she starts like shaking and bleeding. And I'm like, does no one No see one was paying attention to this. Her oozing in front of them. You know, I'm sitting there. I'm like, dang, it's it's fun to be me. Hey, Katie Concubine, what you doing over there? Security. Yeah. <laughs> Security. <laughs> <laughs> but the king gets bit and War Minister Kim's like, oh, no, I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> one of the assassin that got bit actually comes back to town and he tells War Minister Kim like, hey, man, the prince was there, like he said. And he's dead. You killed him? Yeah. And then zombies popped out. Can I get the money for all my friends that died? And he's like, yeah, yeah, your money's down here. Down in the, down the ladder. Go down there. And he's like, I can't see it. He's like, get a little closer and kicks him in. And he gets eaten by zombies. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and then he kills everybody that he was involved with, with making these plans of just murdering a whole royal family. He's like, hey, I remember telling you some things. Hey, come over here real quick. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. But that that's how it works, man. Like, you got to kill everybody. So the king, he's all types of sick and fucked up. He meets up. Well, Lee Chung meets up with his dad. And he's like, uh, hey, man, a lot of these towns that are further out, they really need help. Like, can you send, like, like the high up warriors to, to take care of this? Because there's, there's zombies out there. They call them, what, night demons? yeah just yeah he's like demons are running rampant hey cue the title card they're running rampant out here dad you really got to help with this and he's all types of fucked up because of the bite and you know minister kim war minister kim is like i don't know if the king's got enough energy for sending people out he's like bro no i'm talking to my dad you're not in charge here he's in his head you can just tell he's like for now he just sits back for mm-hmm. now, young child. But no, um, they decide they are going to send people out, but it's going to take a little bit of time. And he's like, they don't got time. We need to do this now. And he's like, well, you got to wait. But then the minister. So I guess it's like the uh, for a president. It's like the the people that work under him. What are they called? The secretaries? The cabinet. Of, the cabinet. The cabinet talked to the king and they actually work out the fact that a lot of the people that they are going to go help are the ones that want him not in office. And so he's like, fuck all of them. They deserve to die then. He's like, dad, <laughs> no. And War Minister Kim tells Lee Chung to his face. He's like, I'm going to kill you in some way. You can't protect everybody. And I am going to win. And your dad's going to die. I'm just going to say this because I know I'm going to win this. And he's like, son of a bitch. So it's all falling apart. That night, they have a festival. Because that's what you do when there's zombies outside. You have a sweet-ass festival. The zombies are far away, kind of, except for the one that's in the jail. <laughs> I was going to say, one pops up. Okay, anyway, <laughs> so um, this delegation, uh, the Qing delegation comes to the banquet, the festival banquet thing. And the king looks shitty. You know how, like, I don't know. You were drinking last night and you went to work an hour later and you're sitting there just like, don't fucking die. That's what he looks like. 
you know mm-hmm. and yeah. then, except his veins are turning like dark blue green like he's it looks like he's rotting up his neck yeah yeah and it's funny war minister kim is like he made sure to be the furthest away from him he's like oh shit he's turning mm-hmm. and he turns and he runs toward the there's like this little dance like cool little show happening mm-hmm. and he runs up to the the main lady in the show and he's like i love you so much and bites her <laughs> and then you think like okay one person got bit they can handle this no nope. more zombies just pop out of the darkness and so it's like oh jesus man where did they come from and they start coming out the walls over the walls and it's like jesus and so everybody starts running people are fighting lee chung is trying his best but he sees his dad turn into a zombie and he's like fuck man so he's trying to defend everything he's trying to defend his like sister-in-law mm-hmm. and then we see war minister kim kill the king stabs him straight in the chest mm-hmm. and he's like i'm in charge now like he was a zombie <laughs> and it's like see look at this the zombies because those those assholes trying to take over sent this disease to us and so the ministers are like yeah war minister kim should be in charge yeah and i'm like oh my lord well that was kind of a, a debate that fight with the the ministers was well, kind of a little a bit later. It gets even more debatey. So oh, yeah, so there's no opposition because Lee Chung is not in line, and well, the sister he'll take care of that problem. The baby mm-hmm. will take care of the baby at some point, so he's not worried about that. The baby well, he thinks she died. He thinks the prince and the princess have both died. Yeah, in this moment, this giant horribleness that's happening at this party yeah so in a meeting with the ministers and minister kim they're talking about what they're about to do and they're going to take over and all the ministers are like yeah that sounds good to me a zombie pops out and they start fighting it off he's like how the fuck did this zombie get in here and he's like i don't know man but as long as everybody's clean we're good and then poor minister kim got bit and so the other ministers the other the cabinet are like oh man that sucks for you you can't be in charge anymore. You're going to turn. He's like, no, I can just chop my arm off and I can still be in charge. I'm like, nah, we're going to kill you now. <laughs> and War Minister Kim shows them that he is not the rich bad guy in a martial arts film. He's a legit final fight and he kills everybody in the room. I was like, God damn, he can actually fight. <laughs> I was proud of him. I thought he was going to be like a little wiener, but mm-hmm. he could actually yeah. scrap. And he kills everybody in the room. And then he starts changing and so his change was real slow because he chopped his arm off but he's crazy he was crazy to begin with and so now the disease is making him even crazier and he's like i'm in charge now i'm like oh no (laughs) so lee chung he decides at this point obviously because that dude killed his dad and he's obviously wanting to be in charge he's not gonna run anymore he's gonna protect all the people so the royal guards his friends he frees them from prison because they got locked up. Everybody comes together and they are going to escape the palace and they're going to draw the zombies away and they're going to start this gigantic fire. Well, actually at the palace, they're going to draw them in with sound because they love sound and they're going to do that. So in the daytime, they have time to build up all the stuff, but the zombies, it's not even like the dead of night they pop up. This zombie ran up on this chick. I swear it was like 5.15. Light was still out, but it was enough shadiness. That zombie's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, god damn. 
Well, it's because it was like super overcast that day. <laughs> it was yeah. still light outside. But yeah. then zombies like it's dark enough. Yeah. So <laughs> uh all the 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 uh what was it? hot oh yeah. So in this madness, zombies are everywhere because in the daytime they hid, but the second it turned dark, they're like, Oh, I, we know where to go Time now. To jump out. So all of this madness is happening. And Haksu, he he gets killed by Kim. Kim like catches him before he can get away. And so Lee Chung's already super duper mad. So the plan was Park. He was one of the subordinates and friends of Lee Chung. He was going to draw all the zombies in with a gigantic drum. And then the whole room was just... Super big taiko drum. It's like fucking huge. And then the whole room was just covered in... What was it? Was it kerosene? Kerosene. And they were going to light the place up. And he is like, this is kind of a suicide mission, but I don't care. It's okay. Because I got bit. Yeah. He's like, this is the perfect mission for me because I'm not going to make it. You guys get out, and I should have enough time to draw them all in and set this shit on fire before I turn. Yeah, so the infection is going through his body. He's, like, fucked up, looking at the sky. He's like, this hurts a lot. But he has enough wherewithal to get the plan started. He lights the gigantic fuse that's going to set the whole room on fire. Oh, no. Minister Kim got there, and he stomped out the fire. I was like, god damn it. Yeah, because he's... (laughs) Though he is turning into a zombie, he is turning into a zombie very slowly. It's all it's all the evil in him, slowing it down. The evil in his blood is just in control. Yeah. Well, the zombies virus is like, damn, he kind of evil. Let's help him out. So <laughs> uh, Park, he gets murdered. And Kim's like, cool, I saved my kingdom. And he sits down on the throne with all the zombies around. Uh, Lee Chung realizes that the fire should have happened by now. He's yeah, like, we should be seeing like smoke. And he's like, "Fuck!" It's something happened. So he rides down on his horse, slashing people and fighting. He gets inside and he starts a fight with Kim and the zombies. And it's pretty sweet. Uh, a couple of times he swings his sword at the ground to make sparks because he's trying his best to get the sparks going while he's fighting the zombies. He's like, "If I can set this room on fire, everything will be so much better <laughs> in mm-hmm. my life." Uh, he's trying his best. And then uh, uh, Diaki, she realizes that he might need some help. So she rides a little further in the town and she's not even close. She starts shooting these flaming arrows from miles away, just straight at the sky. And they're landing into the palace. And Lee Chung actually uses one of the arrows to light the room on fire. And he's like, thank you. He's like, I really needed the help. So War Minister Kim pops up to him. They make it to the rooftop and they start fighting again. So I guess War Minister Kim got the strength of a zombie, but he could still sword fight at this point. Yeah. And so Lee Chung this is, using- is this is where Micah had his issue was yeah. that they inched really closely to a smart zombie, but then turned away from it. Yeah, it was weird. So, I think the as, strength- as soon as he started getting stabbed and started really dying, that's when his eyes started turning and he started to go full zombie. Yeah. Or go full zombie. I think I think the strength was really weird because yeah. none of the other zombies that we had seen so far in the movie had super strength. But yeah. the second that General Kim, um, or whatever his name, War yeah, Minister. General Kim, War Minister Kim, the second he got bit, he was like fucking unbeatable strong. 
like yeah, wreck it ralph strong because there's yeah, a moment maybe. in like the basement he's just wrecking everything and everyone all by so, his onesies so the way i think about it is zombies are pretty much just built to survive they need to eat and they'll go after it no matter what mm-hmm. and but and these zombies when the sun comes up they need to survive so they scatter and scurry and try to get to a dark spot they don't give a fuck and so he was probably like channeling that as he because he had that slow descent and so he was probably channeling that and his will to survive was giving him extra strength i guess if we want to put so like i'm like reasoning away from smart zombie and super strong zombie and giving you know zombie superpowers yeah so i'm using that as my uh my will to keep thinking this is a perfect movie (laughs) so fair my justification and it was in the zombie survival uh handbook survival guide yeah um and max brooks he actually says that zombies the reason that they are stronger than people it's because they have no limiter on so like if katie bites somebody she knows how much she can bite before it fucking hurts her teeth to to bite zombies not that not that hard zombies don't that's why they bite and it's like someone justified i think max brooks did the the stats on it they can bite stronger than fucking german shepherd german shepherds bite really fucking hard because they don't give a shit about their bodies so i assume that war minister kim is his limiter is off. He doesn't give a yeah. fuck about his body. And so he is swinging for the fences every hit. And I guess the evil is making him a little bit stronger too, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So, but yeah, he was swinging and it was the, to the point where Lee Chung was getting like pushed back and falling down to the ground. Like, God damn, like he's strong as hell. So yeah, just like Micah said, on top of the palace, on the rooftop, Lee Chung, he actually gets finally, gets some good hits on him. He's using his brother's sword and his armor, because at some point, War Minister Kim got his sword, and he was using it. Yeah, like stole his sword. Yeah, and so they fight, and he gets enough stabs into Kim's body, and he he dies. And I was like, thank God, because it didn't look that good for him. Yeah. And then they fall through the palace, like the roof goes out, and Katie said that earlier. She's like, shouldn't that roof be hot as fuck? And shouldn't they fall through at some point? And then they did. Yeah. (laughs) That roof would have been unbearably hot. Like a clay thatched roof, like thatched roof with clay, like shingles on top. That That's like a pizza oven. Fucking hot. Yeah, like 600 degrees later. (laughs) And so, hey, it's those reinforcements they talked about. They finally made it. It's just like Lord of the Rings, like, I don't know, the second one. When Gandalf came in, oh yeah, with his crew from the the left side and the the Battle of Gondor, all the orcs were like, "Oh, our left side." <laughs> no, the Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah, yeah. They all looked to the left and got fucked up. Uh, I love that one when he comes over the fucking hill with his sparkling white horse. Oh, it's so good. And he shined yeah. a flashlight in everybody's eyeballs. It's so good. <laughs> That's the best Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yes, fight it is. me. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so reinforcements roll in and they shit on the zombies hooray because god it's been like 10 people fighting all these zombies yep and so lee chung it finally hits him that fuck man i i gotta i gotta be in charge i i gotta stay and help these people and and they weren't gonna let him go anyway he's like okay i'm going back to uh beijing y'all bye they're like this is a really cool line in there uh right at this end part where he's Something about how the king is not 
He's not the king. It's not the king that precedes the people. There it's it the people that precede the king. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, and he he finally like it dawned on him. And, and it's funny. It's always the people that you know, even if they had a rich upbringing, the ones that are still around the people, they have the best idea and the best outlook on it you know yeah. it's very similar to like a king arthur situation yeah you can't be thinking about all the people if you're just sitting in your fancy home up there you gotta be down there with the folks and yeah billionaires yeah but lee chung you know he's out here fighting and drinking and having sex so he knows the people he knows what they need <laughs> i guess <laughs> so that's that's rampant so oh no and then he takes all the reinforcements from the castle down like through the um the forest mm-hmm. down the river down the road um and it's this huge army of people and they all head back to the original first village where the zombies were so they can destroy all of the zombies with all of the reinforcements oh yeah and they have a drum beat going so all the zombies start looking their way and he's like yeah come to us yeah bitch. Don't, don't mess with the my people yeah so, so i thought that was really smart so good yeah, use, use the drum beat to bring them in. So, Katie, who was your favorite character in Rampant? That would be Prince slash King Lee Chung. He is the fucking best. Oh my God, he was so cool. Like, dude came in all nonchalant. It was very much a uh, the prince from Princess and the Frog, Prince Naveen. He was yeah. just like, I don't give a fuck about whatever. I'm just here to party and I'm only here because my brother told me to come and then bitches and boobies <laughs> yeah pretty much and then you know over the course of the movie he learns what it really means to be a leader of the people and his fucking martial arts skills were off the charts his sword skills were off the charts like dude was fire he was so good <laughs> micah there were so many goddamn likable characters in this fucking movie <laughs> holy crap man um but yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll give my, my, well, obviously I'm same. He's my favorite character. Um, but I will, I'll, I'll save one of them because I know Emma really wants to use it. Um, but number one of my, my like top list of my, um, uh, honorable mentions is number one. I said it earlier, but the guy who did all the translating for the uh, subtitles. Yeah. Yep. Please and thank you. Do all of them. <laughs> I really liked the. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I don't remember their names, but the basically the leader of the rebels. Um, I, that might have been Park, because yeah, no Park. Park Park was the guy uh, who was like all tied up and and in in the bottom, and they had to go save him, wasn't it? No. That was another dude. I because Park, yeah. I thought was the, he's the one that sacrificed himself at the end, but I thought he was one of the ones that Park was the one who he worked for the original prince. He okay. might have been. Well, I think they picked another guy up that worked for his brother too. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, um, he was incredible. Um, Don't take them all because Otis still has to go too. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh but the character development on um the prince the prince uh went from like yeah you know what <laughs> the the moment where he he uh is talking to the the minister of war and he's like 
Yeah. See, the thing that you got my brother with is he had something to lose. <laughs> I don't got shit to lose. So yeah. don't at me, bro. <laughs> said, bring it, bitch. <laughs> I ain't got shit to lose. <laughs> that was fucking baller. The 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 setups for like the act and and his fighting and acrobatics that he did sliding around and flipping over shit and just the appropriate use of of uh like you know it always goes back to the crouching tiger hidden dragon um uh like rigging work where all of a sudden you'd get an extra boost out of a jump or something and then you can do like those crazy spins and stuff but he (laughs) did them so goddamn well so props to the uh the cory the the fight choreographers because goddamn that was that was some good shit sorry i got a little carried away but yeah otis or emma who who hasn't gone yet i'm not I'm, i'm not used to going so early yes um so i'm also on the prince train but my honorable mention is haksu because he was fucking great every time he opened his mouth or just his facial expressions i'm like fucking that would be me in this situation like walking around going what the fuck is this no thank you so yeah haksu would be my honorable mention otis uh yeah ditto honorable mention uh haksu just like in horror movies and action movies every genre it never hurts to have just a silly person that doesn't want to do anything. He came in and was just like, this place is dirty. Where is everybody? Oh, shit, there's zombies. I don't want to be here. Let's just go to town. And he's like, no, man, we got to like kill him. He's like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> the whole <laughs> movie, he's like, I don't want to do this. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm used to rich stuff. And we're out here sleeping in the woods, fighting zombies. I don't want it. <laughs> But, you know, he's a good friend. And there was, it was funny, War Minister Kim was talking shit to Lee Chung. He just had to pull his sword on him and start killing him, which would have, I mean, he would have, maybe. I don't know if Kim had a weapon on him at that point. He might have been able to kill him, but he probably would have been tried and killed for murdering someone that's in charge, I guess. But Haksu actually put his hand on his hand because he was pulling his sword out. And he pushed the sword back in. And... Lee Chung stopped. He stopped pulling at his sword because he understands. He's like, my buddy's always silly, but he's serious. He's like, don't do it. And he's like, you're right. It instantly calmed him down. Well, enough to not want to kill a man. But no, uh, but no, the, the, the prince, he, he had the some of the coolest development. I will say that fucking Kim was a pretty solid villain. Because boy, howdy, minute one, I was like, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, the, the prince, he was like my favorite character. Well, close second, Kim. But I think everybody's going to say they hate him. But <laughs> he was great, actually. But no, the Prince was awesome. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Oh, I mean, General Kim. <laughs> like, he was a dick. Yep. Fantastic villain. Um, Just, in general, was the dick of the movie. And, yeah. you know, was garbage. Uh, I see what you did there. In general. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, fuck that guy. Micah. Oh, the king, hands down. Fuck that guy. Let himself be manipulated and then convinced himself that he was right and even watched his own son die and then tried to reason his way out of it. 
And then when his other son came back, he's like, what, are you here to t- are you, you here to take over his fight now? Like, is that what this is? And he's like, I don't give a fuck about your throne. I'm just here <laughs> for her. Like, I, I, this was a promise to him. You can go die on some zombie grave that you're building. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just here to get her and get the fuck out. <laughs> I got I got bitches to go bang back in <laughs> wherever the hell I came from. He said I've got bitches. <laughs> But yeah, no, the dad, the dad was, was super shitty and yeah, no death to the King. <laughs> Emma. Uh, war master Kim. Absolute penis of a man. <laughs> he is just, I really, the second he came on screen, I was like, oh, okay. You're going to catch these hands right now. But yeah, no, he is uncouth. Otis. So Mike beat me to it. Just a lot of the time he does this. <laughs> Quit I'm, letting me go first. Yeah, I'm going with, with the with the with the king, man. Yeah, he was garbage water. He was. Like, the king sucked. And I, and I, you see this a lot in a lot of movies when the king is older. You know, he has those trusted advisors. He's like, oh well, Katie's worked. A- work me with me for forever she's got my best interest in heart and then katie be like you should kill all the kids and it's like yeah you're right and it's like <laughs> i mean back to lord of the rings where that fucking snape dude was just controlling the king of gondor fucking him up you know that was the voice actor of chucky that's yeah. horrific yeah. but makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah it just it, it, for some reason when you get an old king or queen it's just always somebody in the back like yeah do this bad things it's good and then they just fade away again i'm like you asshole like stop they're already garbage to begin with stop helping them (laughs) but no the king was was crap and i'm glad he got bit but it caused a lot of issues so i guess he i guess he shouldn't get bit i don't know so let us do oh sorry okay (laughs) i thought i missed somebody so let's do seven word synopsis. Hey, Katie, go first. Thanks. Uh, zombie invasion interrupts military coup. Korea past. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> past the check. Like, I thought there was a specific year, so I wrote down a specific year, but then there wasn't, so I changed it. It's, it's, so it's, now it's, it's just something past in the past. <laughs> okay, uh, I have one finally. I I thought I had one down, but I guess I didn't. Uh, zombie movie with martial arts and swords. Really fucking good. That's not a seven words. It was ten, but uh, yeah, it was good. Micah. Did you want uh, your one that you have written down? Over yeah, here? I was trying to think of another one. Um, self-conscious King is very self-conscious. <laughs> Dude, everything, everything turned into a, you're just out, you're just out for my throne. You're just out to get me. You're just, oh, you're just, you're just yeah. jealous. You're, you're jealous of what I have. Um, what a bitch. Uh, hold on. I got, I got one. No, damn it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a reference to how, uh, what's his name? Hawk, Hawk yeah, Hoxu is the the shmi of this this universe. He's, he's oh just, my god! Every time shmi. that Hoxu reached for uh, the prince's sword to be like, no, 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 don't pull that out. 
all I could play was Dustin Hoffman in my mind going, don't try to stop me, Smee. Try to stop me, Smee. Not this time. I'm going to do it, Smee. Don't try to stop me. Try and stop me, Smee. Right. Smee, why aren't you not trying to stop me? I just fucking couldn't. Okay, mine. Korean pirates got hella real, real fast. <laughs> um, Korean zombies are by far the creepiest. Yep. <laughs> Prince's handy man is the real MVP. And then kick-ass Korean costuming, killer Korean corked killers. Hell yeah. Yeah. Killers. <laughs> killers. So this film released October 25th, 2018. So I'm very curious. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was, Katie? Uh, $20 reduce. $20 reduce. Micah. $22 redo. $22 redo. Emma. <laughs> um, $13 redo. <laughs> $13 redo. The budget for Rampant was $17 billion. W- one. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I forgot their currency is like multiples of ours. I was like, I'm like, do we have dollar redundants now? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I saw a billion. I was like, God hey, damn. Dollar hey, dollar hey. <laughs> so in US money, that is $15 dues. So it's a lot more reasonable, but I was like, God damn, 17 billion. Shit. <laughs> so what do you guys think the box office was katie uh 40 dollar dues 40 micah oh oh uh, damn it otis is writing down oh dollar dues i'm gonna say 25 dollar dues you bitch 25 and one dollar dues micah and one so the box office for rampant was 11 dollar reduce disaster boo it it didn't do good that's some bullshit it's really weird but a lot of people said that well they felt the plot was predictable i mean it's a zombie film it's a zombie film yeah And they said some of the characters felt kind of cardboardy. I disagree. 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 Yeah, but they said that the best part was the zombie stuff. They were like, the you, know what? Were you know what? You know what? You're cardboardy. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you out there, you cardboard piece of shit. <laughs> the best part of the movie was the zombie stuff, except it was predictable because it's a fucking zombie film. What? Go fuck yourself. The fact that this was a zombie <laughs> film and a period piece was fucking brilliant. It's like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. You took a boring yeah. ass story and threw in zombies and made it fucking interesting. Like, come on. It's it's weird. So the first week that it came out, it did it did amazing. But then the second week it just kind of dipped off. And so I'm curious if another movie like in Korea came out and just like killed it or I don't know. It, it's just, it's really weird. Maybe. But I feel bad. This movie's really fun. But I'd like mm-hmm. to think by 2018, people have seen Train to Busan, so they were probably wanting 
a second train to Busan. And they're like, okay, it's going to be back in the day. Venezuela. Yeah, you know, and, you know, when they didn't get it, they're like, "Mm, I thought this movie was fun. (laughs) I I thought it was pretty spiffy, but, you know, sometimes movies, you know, sometimes movies look good, but then they don't make any money, unfortunately. But that's all right. People like it, so. The minority kill count that's that's a zero i believe mm-hmm. yep so we're at hey, well technically did the the dutch pirate did did, did they get killed because they're technically a minority in this movie hey i like there two right there how many you want to add two. two two i think there, there were two total in, in on that ship in that scene yeah and then one of them was still fighting he have arms he was mm-hmm. biting people <laughs> I saw his ass. I saw his ass biting people. I'm like, how is he still alive? And then finally, he got killed. Tis but a scratch. So with that, we are at 220 in a Tito Turtle. Oh snap! Almost. Okay, so before we end this episode, this is the end of of Horn Four. So we got to be real quick and talk about the best movie of this month will be real fast so the first one was the last matinee that's the one about that dude in the theater eating eyeballs and killing people <laughs> and then a tale of two sisters the one with the the ghosts the crazies question mark it's yeah. all of it <laughs> yeah and then terrified where the whole street was just straight fucking people up and then rampant with the zombies. So, Katie, which movie was your favorite of the month? Terrified. Yep. Micah? I mean, it's obviously Terrified, but I'm going to say this one. Rampant. Rampant was was pretty baller, and I Rampant was, was good. very, very happy with it. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was pretty dang good. <laughs> uh, Emma? Yeah, Terrified, for sure. Terrified got me, man. There hasn't been much... I mean, in these three years, for someone who absolutely hates scary movies and is very easy to scare, um, that is the first one that has made me scream in a long time. So I'm going to go with Terrified. So I actually have a tie this month. The last matinee and Terrified for two different reasons. Terrified made me jump. And it just was creepy as fuck. The last matinee just the way it looked because they were aiming to make it look like a movie from like the 60s but it was made like a couple of years ago and just it's it's last matinee was really good it's aesthetic was amazing the music and stuff it looked like an old ass movie but it's new and man i don't know something about eyeballs and shit it was it was a wild story there's a reason i bought it on dvd and it's in our fucking house and I actually bought Terrified also. That's the reason that I picked both of them. Because if I get a movie, because I'm like, that was really fucking good, I order it. And it's in our house. Yeah. That's why Zombie for Sale is on our fucking rack right now. Because it's a good movie. So mm-hmm. it's a tie. Terrified and Last Matinee. They're both yeah. absolutely amazing. So with that, that is the end of the show. So, if you have anything you want to tell us about zombies or anything like that, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. You have an email that is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have Facebook at Allentown Presents. 
So the music listen to right now that is flipping the combined effort, flipping the CE, anywhere you can find them online. Studio Studio Fitas, thank you so much for the artwork. So with, with, with that, that's the end of season three, y'all. God we, damn. We, we made it. Looks like murder. <laughs> My brain went somewhere completely different when you said that. Oh, good. He is murdered. No. Oh, okay. Much looks like we made it. Look how far we come. <laughs> okay. They said I That's where my brain went. <laughs> so with that, we're done. We did another year of this. Awesome. God damn. So before fourth annual Halloween streamathon starts, we're gonna do our little award show, like what we did last year, and we're gonna see what movie gets the rubber award. Will rubber <laughs> win two years in a row because it's so poop? Find out. Find out soon. So. <laughs> uh, with that seriously this is fun uh you know like i always say every year when i was reviewing a nightmare on elm street in the front room quietly mumbling because katie was sleeping i was drunk i didn't think that i'd have been i would have got to 225 episodes after that so everybody that listens and talks and jokes thank you so much and we'll be back very very soon with a horror movie okay bye guys bye Ooh, toots. Oh man, zombies again. Yes, this time with swords. Yeah, but now it looks like I gotta develop some character and then become a good guy. Damn yes. it, I just, I came for the bitches. But swords! <laughs>